just brought out a new cookbook. More airy, more light, more mouthy coast. It's such a vibe, isn't it? Welcome to another week of Obviously Good. Whether it is the opening of a new restaurant or a crowd culinary favourite, this is a podcast for everyday foodies by everyday foodies. We're eating honest food and dishing up honest reviews for you every Tuesday. Hello, our beautiful podcast listeners, and welcome back to yet another episode of Obviously Good Season 2. You are joined, as always, with myself, Spicy B, Sweet Libby. Hi, guys. And Buttery Bella. Hello, guys. Did you notice a little pause there? Forgot my name. <laughs> <laughs> so much of a big weekend I had. Yeah, well, all right, B, tell us about yeah. how big it really was. Yeah, I'll, just, I'll say it and I'll get it out of the way. I went to the Hunter Valley. I feel like that's enough said. We all know what happens in the Hunter yeah. Valley. To be honest with you, you took it a bit too far. Took it way too far. I think you took it the right amount. <laughs> and I thought Devil I was an angel. <laughs> I thought I was taking it the same farness as everyone else. Oh, turns out you're on the floor, spread eagle vomiting. Whoa, yeah. spread eagle. <laughs> Were you there? Do you know what spread eagle is? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there wasn't any spread eagling, just to clarify. But yes, there was copious amounts of alcohol, and I'm still paying for it today. Oh, I feel your pain. I am very fragile right now. Oh, are you? <laughs> yes. Okay. We did have to have some chocolate before the recording tonight just to make sure everyone was feeling a bit better. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Tell us about your weekend, Belle. I had the biggest weekend from... I was going to say hell, but it definitely was not hell. It was. It looked like a slice of heaven to me. It was so much fun. Like, you know those weekends that you're just like, ah, had no plans really, and then it just turned into a lot oh, of they're plans? The, they're the best weekends. What were you doing? Uh, so I, like, went to Salty's in Bondi, so anyone hasn't been yet it's just opened up and it is so much fun went there on friday night and then saturday i went and had lunch with Lockie and irena which was really fun oh so they're still in sydney are they yeah they're still here for a little while and they're about to start their journey back can i ask a little bit of a gossip question how was it it was actually really nice to be honest like we get along so well so you know why not have that friendship yeah i mean that's a really good way to look at it. it was just you three Yes, correct. Okay. Okay. But you can go through, <laughs> not your average lunch, is it? But no, you go through such a journey together that it, you know, it's so nice just to see them again. Yeah. And have a drink together and yeah. have a breather. Well, I'm glad to hear that because it looked a bit funny from the outside. <laughs> but no, 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 it seemed really sweet and they seem like a very sweet couple. They are very much so. But how about you? What did you do? Well, speaking of lovely couples... <laughs> I'm so excited to do that little segue. My sister got engaged on the weekend. Yes. What? I know. So, oh, my God. So, so exciting. This. So congratulations. Sam and Jack. Sam and Jack. Yep. And also for people who are long listeners of the podcast, you'll know my boyfriend's also called Jack. Different. What are the odds? <laughs> Different fella. Um, but so, so exciting. They were in Goulburn all weekend for the sort of engagement and they had like a big lunch with their friends and then came back on Sunday night and we had Bollinger – Verve, all oh, yeah, through the rest all of the, the evening. Good yeah. Cracked all the good bottles, and so you should. That is really exciting news. That is exciting. Oh, what killer weeks we've all had! <laughs> Literally, go should we just end the podcast there? End it on <laughs> <Sorry>. a high? <laughs> no, no, we better not. We better take it to talk of the town. Mm. So, talk of the town is the part of the podcast where we discuss what's hot off the pass this week. I feel like you were saying the other day that you have something to share with us. Yes, I do have something really exciting I want to share. And a lot of people might have already heard about this, but the New South Wales government have put together a task force dedicated towards essentially generating money back into the economy through hospitality. 
Um, and the way they're doing that is alfresco dining in Sydney. Oh. So it's kind of happening across the country as well. But obviously we're in Sydney, so <laughs> this pertains to us. Yeah. But essentially what they're doing is they're closing down parts of George Street, Pitt Street, Crown Street, and they're taking the already existing restaurants and bars on those streets onto the streets. Oh, like closing the whole street, like, like tables in the middle of the street. down, tables on the street because it'll put more money back in the economy, but also it's safer in terms of um, transmission for COVID if it's outside as to inside dining. Beautiful. Really? Okay. So that has already started in George Street in the Rocks. They're already trialing it. And then it's going to um, branch out to Pitt Street and Crown Street. So definitely keep an eye on that this summer because there's going to be a lot of people physically on the streets. That's so cool. I cannot very, wait to see that. Very European. I vibe. know. It's so European. I, I'm like really excited about it. Oh, now I yeah. am too far out. It's going to be great. Maybe like, we should get like a tomato festival happening as well. Oh, yeah, like La Tomatina. Yeah. Oh, fun. La Tomatina. Oh, my gosh. That's so exciting. Well, my little talk of the town that I just wanted to flick in quickly is the night noodle markets. Now, oh, obviously, it's... I love the night noodle markets. Yeah. Well, obviously, they've cancelled it in Hyde Park for two reasons. COVID, they can't really have that many people. But they were saying, or B, maybe you were telling me this, that they're not allowed to have the night noodle markets in Hyde Park anymore. Yeah, I'd heard along the grapevine that actually Hyde Park had kicked them out this year because it ruins the grass every year they do it. Yeah, it totally would. It does not surprise me. That's it. So what they're doing instead is they're doing it through delivery. So through the DoorDash app, you can get all those places that you know delivered to your door. So one of my favorites, old Donut Puppy, you can get. Oh, you love Donut Puppy. (laughs) This is actually a really interesting talk of the town because I have not seen this anywhere. Neither have I. So how are they promoting it? Well, okay, obviously because my favorite store is doing it. That's how you know. Yes. Yeah. And also I was looking on Broadsheet and they are promoting it. Right. So and interesting. They've partnered with DoorDash. It is super weird. But guess who else is going to be in the night noodle markets? Who? Who? Biang Biang. Biang oh. Biang. And where did we get to this week? Biang Biang. Well, this week indeed, we stepped into noodle heaven. Biang Biang opened its doors in Dixon Street, Chinatown in 2017 since then has added five more restaurants to its takings. Owned by Australian Chinese company Gu Cheng Management, with direction on the ground from David Feng, the restaurant jumped rapidly into the limelight for its namesake, the Biang Biang Noodles. Mm. (laughs) These noodles from the Shanks region of China are made from wheat flour and hand-pulled into wide, thick and chewy noodles. Now, there are several stories about how the actual name came about, but my favourite sort of anecdote is that the name actually came from the way or the sound that the noodles make as the chefs pull it. So as it hits the table, it goes biang, biang, as they stretch it out. Biang, biang. Now. I love that. What did we think? Oh, I mean, you're right. It's all about the noodles. So you go there for the noodles and that's what they're known for. And it wasn't actually until we sat down and I saw the noodles that I remembered, oh, I've been here before. I've been to the, <laughs> <laughs> I've been to the Macquarie Centre store, right. oh. which is a lot smaller. Um, and it was really nice to go to the Haymarket, the original. But it literally, I saw those noodles and I was like, I've seen these before. I feel like I have too. Well, perhaps you're talking about something different because there are thick noodles out there. But the thing that you need to remember it's is the that- the plate though that I recognise. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Like I feel like the the bowls are their marketing thing. I don't know because what I was wanting to make sure that we're clear on is that they're the wheat noodles. So as opposed to lots of, you know, Thai dishes that we see and other sort of mm. Chinese recipes that have rice noodle. So or that they, egg noodle. Yeah, or egg noodle so that they get that glutinous sort of texture so that they can be stretched. They actually have to have the wheat. 
that has the gluten in it. We're getting in too much detail here. Now, I think we need to take a step back and just tell everyone, firstly, what do we order? And now we're a feelings, not a facts podcast. So what do we feel? Now, B, what did you grab? I got the traditional noodles. Yep. Yeah, which is the traditional ones are just literally noodle and chili. How was the chili? It was extremely spicy. <laughs> I, I can taste that spice from where in, I was sitting. In the air. Yeah, and it was one of those spices that built. Yep. You know what I mean? You know <laughs> what you bar. start and I was like, yeah, this is, this is sweet. This is sweet. And then by the end it was tissue, 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 tissue snot. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you did have one long booger you coming were, out of Yeah, it. I did, yeah. didn't I? It fell out. You were just on Battle Street. You've spilled all that water everywhere. And, <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, because she had a fake tan on because she was going to a shoot the next day. I did, yeah, and then I spilled water on myself. and it, I, I, The tan turned out fine, guys, by the way. Can't we, wait to see the pics. Great. We were worried about it the next day. <laughs> I was. <laughs> Lies. Libby, you got the same as me? I got the same as you burnt my whole mouth hole for a while there is it's worth noting there are two bits of vegetables so there was two pieces of bok choy (laughs) i love bok choy bok choy is a good vegetable but yeah i guess we preface this with this isn't a nutritious meal that we were eating no no we we literally libby and i literally purely ate noodles and chili (laughs) but so good well i did also eat the puffed pastry thing. Now oh, I'm oh, yes. I'm calling it that because the name is extremely hard to pronounce. It's called a rogamo. Oh, okay. It's definitely wrong. But essentially it's sort of this puff pastry thing that's almost like a roti texture on the outside. Yeah. Mm. And then the pocket is opened up and filled with any type of meat. I got pork in mine and had that as well because that had been suggested and recommended. I didn't love it. No. The noodles were much better. What do you think, Bill? Yeah, look, I thought it was a little bit average. Yeah. It reminded me of those, like, you know, those roadhouses when you're driving somewhere and you stop and you're just starving. So you grab something. Anything. Anything. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. Oh, savage. I know. <laughs> Girl, sorry. That, that is savage. <laughs> Guys, come on. I say one bad thing. No, no, no. Only because I don't agree. I really enjoyed it. Oh, good. I really liked it. But I like, I love roti. Mm, and it and was that's really. that's what that pastry reminded me of. Absolutely. It was just really yummy. Okay. I didn't mind it, though comparing it to the noodles, I should have just stuck with the noodles. Yeah. How were your noodles, Belle? My noodles were like insane. Like I got the big chicken plate and it was, I think maybe because it didn't have as much chili, but I was like, this is like the taste, the flavors, everything in it. It was a lot easier to eat, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. You guys tried some, right? I did. I liked it a lot. I didn't actually. (laughs) You missed out. Yeah, you did miss out, but also we had a lot happening, didn't we? I think, yeah, I think there was a lot happening because- in addition to that, you and I also got dumplings. Yeah. We got beef dumplings, which Libby, if you're joining us, yeah, doesn't <laughs> yeah. eat beef. And that was really interesting as well because the broth was so mediocre, but the dumpling was good. Really? I found like that broth was like good. Like the broth was it for me. Really? It tasted like nothing. <laughs> tasted Sometimes like- a nice like plain broth is good though. It was the soy sauce one. Okay, I'm just getting really confused by all our taste buds. Like. So you two are having completely different things, but I also feel like being in fairness to Bella, your taste buds are probably blown out at this point. I'm literally thinking right now, I think I probably would have burnt all my taste buds off. Yeah. So our advice coming off the back of this is majorly, if you're not a huge spice person, like it's still worth it trying it, but maybe get two types of noodles so you can yeah, have like a maybe taste. share it yeah if you because they are like they are the og ones they are the ones people go there for absolutely so i mean like it's worth a try but yeah i guess 
if you're not a spice person, very you know, steer clear or beware. Essentially, I still think the chicken one's the the main deal. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. And that was new, actually. That was new on the menu, wasn't it? It was. So maybe you're onto something. I think I am. I mean, while we're here, should we discuss the vibe of the place? Sure. Is there much to discuss? Well, I know just to let the listeners know that like this isn't anything special. No. I mean, it's yes. in Chinatown, super casual. Yeah, I um, love Chinatown. I just feel like it's such a vibe. It is such a vibe. Very quick. It's a very quick, fun dinner. The people behind us had wine, so it's obviously BYO. That whole strip in Dixon Street is BYO. Oh, there you go. So yeah. it's it's, go. it's a cheap and cheerful one, isn't it, ladies? Absolutely. Definitely. But that's sort of like the beauty of it all. You know, you're getting these delicious, spicy, thick, chewy noodles. It only costs you $11. Ooh, it's good night. Yeah, it's pretty good. But our dumplings were like 14 This is what I wanted to talk about. And I know I'm jumping ahead to the next section. So maybe we can go there quickly and then I can tell you what I want to talk about. Okay. okay. Let's bring it to order off the menu, which is the part of the podcast where we decide whether it's worth a visit or not for you. Come on, Libby, you've left us hanging long enough. Give us dollars for dishes. So what I wanted to talk about here is this point. The noodles cost us $11. You're looking so Italian right now. I can't. Yeah, you really are. Is Jack rubbing off on you? <laughs> Sorry, for everyone not seeing what's happening, she's using both hands, you know, like, ah, ah, ah. Okay, that is the biggest compliment I've ever received. All I've ever wanted to be all my life is Italian. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, you're no Jamie Oliver. Yeah, but, but yeah, true. Italian vibes, Italian vibes. <laughs> anyway, sorry, sidetrack, keep going. Anyway, so the, the amazing $11 for that big bowl of noodles, delicious, filling, tasty, chewy, yum. $8 for that bit of pastry with meat. $14 for your random dumplings that were not even finished by you two. I know, I was thinking that. Okay, not finished because I burn off my taste buds. <laughs> not finished because there was a lot of food. There was a lot happening. Between that and the Coca-Cola, there was just, yeah, no, no room for dumplings. I was really happy across the board with the prices. Okay. No, okay. I am too. And like if we were just talking about just the noodles, this would be sitting really close to a five. Like that value for money, $11 for that big bowl. That's great. That's true. Hand-pulled noodles. Yum. It's just freaking noodles. No, but it's all the flavours and stuff that you're paying for. Yeah, I agree. I think it was great. Yeah, but I'm sorry. If you were paying more than $11 for a bowl of wheat and chilli. Were you with us when we went to like XOPP and it was just noodles in a bowl? No, Although, no, no, very good. That was beef tongue. That was like specialised meat with sauce in a bowl. <laughs> that took like 48 hours to make the sauce. Different one, but close. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, but these noodles are hand pulled by a chef. That's trained all his life or her life. And it makes a bang bang sound. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I feel like I'm not buying that story though. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Look, I'm also, you'll be happy to know that my rating has dropped because of the addition of dumplings and because of the addition of the pastry. It's, I've taken it down to a four out of five. Still oh, sorry, nine. what was it before? It was cre- creeping up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm speechless. You're not happy with that rating I'm at all. I'm just confused. I don't know. It was delicious. The noodles are so fun to eat. Great experience. Uh, it's a four out of five for me. Bill, mate or date? Mate, for sure. <laughs> like, yeah, definitely a mate place. True. Yeah. Go there, catch up. It can be quick. It's in the city. I'm going to throw a spanner in the works just to annoy you. Okay. But most other people there had a bottle of wine and were on a date. Or they could have just been with their friend. No, true. And now I have a complete dickhead. So I'm going to shut up. The only date I would say it would be is like long-term dating. 
Of course. You know, when you're like, oh, yeah, let's okay. go to our favorite noodle place on our way home from work. Yeah. Okay. Look, I'm going to have to take your word for it. B, booze your basic. I think we know where <laughs> we're going with this one. It is basic. Absolutely. Definitely so. Basic and beautiful. And even oh. and even I saw people doing pick-up takeaway from there. Like you can sort of do whatever you want. In and oh. out. They're off on the night noodle market train. That's it. Mm. Mm. Time for food features and fails, which is the part of the podcast where we discuss a food feature or a food fail from our weeks. B. I have a feature for you both. Ooh. Ooh. And all the listeners listening. <laughs> yeah. uh, on last weekend, I actually went away to Hardy's Bay uh, for a beautiful weekend with my, I want to say extended family, because they're basically family at this point. My brother-in-law's 30th birthday. So his family and mine. And we rented a boat for the day and went out. Heaven. And, super heaven. And my brother-in-law's father um, actually did these amazing garlic and chili prawns on the barbecue on the boat yeah so you know on the harbor (laughs) prawn in hand and it was just delish Delish. i'm impressed by you because normally you don't like prawns i don't like prawns and they were even better than my father's like he does a don't say that loud oh sorry mal if you're listening it's already been said this is two weeks in a row mal's gonna be like i'm not listening anymore (laughs) yeah i'm really throwing him under the bus here um no i'm pretty sure on the boat i did say I think I held up a prawn to him and said, these are better than yours. So oh, he knows. <laughs> he knows. So shout out to Michael Codling. Can I quickly Legend. ask, I know this is a bit off topic, but what is he to you? If he's your sis- brother-in-law's dad, is he anything to you? He's nothing to me, but also everything. Because <laughs> I've essentially, for people that know me, I have essentially known my brother-in-law since I was 12. Yeah. Um, I, Me and a good friend, Bridie Codling, shout out to her too, set up our siblings and they have been married now for six years it's the best story ever. um yeah. so i i've known them for a very long time so it's kind of like a second father or like a uncle <laughs> fun uncle yeah fun cooks uncle. great prawns <laughs> what more could you want from a, an estranged fun uncle <laughs> he's, not, <laughs> he's not estranged he's definitely not estranged i just said how close we are <laughs> libby please save me from my nightmare <laughs> i will indeed so i'm actually going to stick on that the seafood housemaid situation, mm-hmm. not from a family member this time, but still someone quite as close. My darling friend, Madeline Finlay. Oh, legend. Uh, cooked Madeline. us the nicest fish the other night. Whole, I think I saw a picture of that. Yeah, a whole roast barramundi. I think it was a barramundi. <laughs> cooked on the barbecue and then she dressed it in all these different lemongrass. Oh. Tomato things. <laughs> I always so find that good. really impressive. People yeah. that can do that cook a whole fish. Yeah. I love the process behind it. Yeah, it was so good. Can I ask? Did she like spice it and then wrap it in foil and then like bake it, or like how did she do it? No. And in fairness, we were talking about how you'd better do it next time because their barbecue is one of those grill ones as opposed to like a plate. Yes. Right. And okay. so it was a bit risky. Like there was. Oh, she cooked the fish straight onto a grill. Yeah. That is risky business. I know. Why is it risky? Well, it's because essentially when it cooks. The you, you don't know, really the, the fish flesh is you know generally pull apart yeah yeah so you so could like lose bits under. through the grate yeah and also that like you kind of want to keep it all soft and juicy as opposed to too burnt too crispy yeah yeah but she managed it perfectly we had an amazing dinner it was it's just been you know such good weather lately so like an early dinner the sun's still up glass of aperol in hand oh. divine. That sounds perfect. So that's my feature for this week. Belle, are you finishing us on a high or a low? Definitely a high. So 
Eden in Bondi. Ooh, oh, never heard of it. It's like relatively new and it's a vegan restaurant. Look which at you. Yeah, which is a bit different for me. But it is a bit different for the bone chewing girl that we knew from Fred's. <laughs> yes, steaks eating. <laughs> She's gone now. Um, but no, it is honest to God, like if you're a vegan or if you like trying any of that kind of stuff, you have to go there. They have things like sashimi made out of watermelon. Yeah, I've seen uh, that before at places. No, know. B, try it. It freak like I seriously was like, I'm eating sashimi. I know, but it's always I I, I oh, You're uh, also your issue with sashimi a bit is the texture. So like B No, my issue with vegans <laughs> is stop trying to replicate food with random ingredients. If you want to be a <laughs> vegan, fine, go eat your leaves, but otherwise just eat normal food. Uh, she's also death staring me because I used sorry, to work I'm at a, a vegan of- cafe. I like I don't I don't passionately hate vegans. Each their own. Do what you want. Just like oh my gosh. stop trying to be fake food. No, they're being creative. It's an art. Oh, it just pisses me off a bit. Well, sorry, and also I'm like shitting all over your future. <laughs> yeah, sorry, keep going. I'm gonna pipe down. Okay, B, whatever. <laughs> they also had like fish tacos, and what were they um, made out of? If there was no fish. Some sort of like root vegetable thing, or just some sort of vegetable. I don't know, something from the ground. Wait, do vegans not eat fish? Oh my, <laughs> oh my god! Seriously, B. Oh, that's pescatarians. Oh, sweetie, there's too many of them. She's just don't pescatarians do eat fish. Oh, pescatarians do eat fish. They they only eat fish. They only eat fish. Let's take that one off air. We'll get some lessons later. I'm beside myself here. Me too. Well, Belle, that sounds like a really, really lovely place. So Eden in Bondi. Yep. Everyone hit it up. Not me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I think that's all we have time for this evening. So if you have enjoyed what is in your ears, please leave us a review, give us a rating, subscribe to the podcast and tell a friend. Absolutely. We'd love you to tell a friend. Word of mouth is the best way to get our podcast out there. So please do, because then you can hear more reviews from us. And while you're doing that, jump onto our Facebook page. That's Obviously Good Podcast on Facebook. And if you want to follow along on our journey and see pictures, you can follow us on Instagram at Obviously Good Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye.